Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today in the pod, it's week four in Australia, and we're covering Survivor Australia. Thank God it's not South Africa, right? Did I say South Africa? No, you said Australia both times. <laughs> Survivor Australia, blood versus water. Yes, quick correction for last week. I mean, something's fucked up in my brain. I say it almost every day. You are constantly referring to it as Survivor South Africa. I haven't listened back to see which one of us made the mistake. It was probably me. Always making mistakes. It could have been me. You could have just put it in my head. I mean, it was both of us. It was the cast of Survivor Cast International. The whole cast. Absolutely. We're all making mistakes. So... We are super excited for episode four, which, um, considering their release schedule was almost a week ago. I know. We're so far behind. Uh, Some other podcasts are taking a different approach and doing like, this is a, an episode covering, you know, this whole week in Survivor Australia. I mean, no one's going to listen to a three hour long podcast. I don't think it's three hours long is the thing. I just don't know well, how they. How do they talk about it? I everything. don't know how they cover everything. That's I mean, clearly, if you're not talking about absolutely everything that happens, there's nothing worth <laughs> listening to. I, I'm curious. I would love to listen, but I feel like I can't. Like I, I, re- I remember like in school learning like, oh, this philosopher like reads no other philosopher's philosophy. He doesn't want to taint his mind. Right. Like, I don't want to I don't want my opinions to be formed. I don't want the format of the podcast to start gleaming from always, their coverage. Always great in those classes where you have to leave a comment before you can see other people's comments. So you can't like base your comment on their comments. Mm. I'm talking about like in high school, but you're referring to like modern online college school. Yeah, mm. for fuck sure. Yeah, that's smart. That's a smart system. Right. Before we dive into the episode, Jackie. Yes. We had a little bit of Australian music coming in. Oh, yeah, we did. Mike have a little more at the break in, in time. So we're going to see an Australian musician coming up real yeah, soon. We're going to go see Alex Cameron. So if you're a big fan, we're super stoked for that. Yeah, going to see him in Chicago. Loving it. Here in America, two things are approaching this weekend. Love Day. Love Day, Valentine's Day on Monday, which and... I don't think is an international holiday. Yeah, it is. Do they celebrate Valentine's Day all over the world? Yeah. It's not just some craven capitalist American bullshit to feed us candy and cards? No, I don't think so. If you think live everyone celebrating Love Day. If you live outside of the United States, let us know if you celebrate Valentine's Day. We'd love to know. We would love to hear about it. Ooh, I would love to know. We you would. say the same thing again. You say I love to hear about it. Anyway. Love nothing more. <laughs> and then I just went on this weird loop. I love how our biggest pun is just saying love, love. too. No. <laughs> nothing more clever Ridiculous. than that. And um, then also Sunday... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Super Bowl. (laughs) Yes, the biggest sporting event, not of the world, of course. It's not the World Cup. It's not the World Cup. America's own mini World Cup, the The Super Super Bowl. Bowl. 
scourge to whatever city it descends upon and that city destroys local businesses and homeless population much like the olympics are um, displaced and dismembered displaced and dismembered yeah more or less the super bowl happens this sunday the what the Bengals versus the 49ers uh i might just steal some of sandra's lingo from the upcoming episode a shit show or a three ring circus yeah okay i don't know how i feel about Mm -hmm. i have thought sandra to me with that whole thing she's like a politician in that she has this like somewhat funny clever line that she's regurgitating yes. over and over this episode but she very, says it twice and then the host reiterates yes. it so I'm very a little... very fitting for the super bowl though yes i'm not much of a super bowl fan but in light of those two impending events hmm. i want to know two things from you okay at this point in the game who do you have your eye on as the potential winner Who's going to be the champion of this Super Bowl of Survivor? And then also, in light of Valentine's Day, I think it's only fitting we do a quick fuck, Mary kill with the cast oh, of Survivor God. Australia. Okay, well, you got to pull, pull up the list of people that okay. was given to yes, us. Then. Okay, yes. I mean, I want to say Nina as far as winning. Mm. I like... I'm a fan of Nina, but I also would be super into Mark winning or Shay winning, I think. I think one of those three would make me very happy as a winner. Mark, Shay, or Nina are your picks for winning. Those are my trio pickage. Quick shout out to Peter from uh, Revive Survivor UK fame, hashtag Revive Survivor UK, for supplying us, which I mean, easily found on the internet, but still. Uh, the cast list, including their relationships with everyone. Now, here's the thing. There are lots of players that I don't know well. Yeah. That's that's heartbreaking. Like, we should definitely know more of these players. No, for sure. Some people, like, are not getting a lot of airtime. No. It's, it's maybe one of the downsides to having Sandra on the season, that she is the queen, and, like, they give her a ton of screen time. Now, I mean, now you're should I you're doing your fuck, Mary kill and yes. then I'll do my winners and fuck, Mary kill. I mean, it would be kind of funny to say Mary Michelle and fuck Mel on accident. Right. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> oh, it's my twin twin no. jokes. Um, But no, you should tell me who you think the winner is going to be who before you tell me are? fuck, Mary kill. I would love Nina to win, but I just don't know if it's going to happen. I don't think Sandra's going to win. I kind of don't want Sandra or Nina to win because I feel like an Australian should Should win win Survivor Australia. It's fun to have them there, but I don't want them to win. I want Nina to be in final three, I think. I I think... mm, I do wish Nina was competing in American Survivor, not an Australian Survivor. Yeah. I just really like Nina as a person I think on this. Chrissy but, might win. Yeah. I'm going to back you Chrissy. You think Chrissy's going to win? I think I like Chrissy mm. a lot. I think Chrissy can play the mom game until the merge and then can have some really good relationship currency to utilize at that point. I think Chrissy could go all the way. I think she could be a dark horse that could emerge and take it all. Okay. I also would... Yeah, tell me your fuck, Mary Kill. Okay, Mary Chrissy. Fuck 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> These are like real people. I feel uncomfortable. I'm not, not maybe I'm not going to marry Kersey. I don't want to seem like I'm like too gung ho on team Kersey. Okay. I'm going to fuck Jordy. I'm going to marry Chrissy. I'm going to kill. Uh, who am I going to kill? Uh, David. Who are you fucking? I said Jordy because I feel uncomfortable saying a lady. I'm a heterosexual man, but what I feel like fuck? it's weird to be like. So you're wanna... gonna fuck a man that you're <laughs> not so. sexually attracted to? You that got doesn't that mustache. work. Jesus. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll. You should edit that. Maybe I'll I edit that. Fail. You're you a fail. 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 I could fuck Jordy if I want to fuck Jordy. Okay. Oh God. Oh, it has their ages too. That's interesting. Oh God, how old is Jordy? Uh, Jordy's only twenty-five. Okay. I'm gonna edit. That's on, very gonna, uncomfortable. I'm, I'm five years younger than me. I'm yep. gonna edit that on that account. That's why I'm not gonna fuck Jordy. All right, here's my fuck Mary kill. Ready? Definitely gonna kill Chrissy. Oh damn! I okay. Could take it. Shit. Yep, killing Chrissy. Fucking con. Oh. Just because that just seems like it would be the uh, most fun. And I almost said fucking con myself. And I'm going to marry Jay. Okay. Jay's interesting. Who is Jay? Okay. I don't know. Okay, fine. I I guess I'll fuck Chrissy. Yeah, okay. Fuck Kissy. Chrissy. <laughs> fuck Kissy. Mary. Before or after I murdered her. Definitely dun, before. Dun, dun. And then I murder her because of my jealousy. Yeah. There you go. Then I'll marry Amy because I want to be married into the Khan dynasty. She is young. She's 24. I mean, yeah. Listen, it's a marriage of opportunity. <sighs> and I'll kill... If I was gay, I probably would marry Amy. I'd as say well. kill Croc. I don't want to kill Croc, but again, it's like you fucked his wife, is, that's... or his in-law. <laughs> Croc and Chrissy in-laws. Yeah, okay. I wonder what the real like relationship between Alex and Jay are. And we know fucking nothing about the twins, and that's disappointing. And we also don't know anything about Josh. No, I also feel like um, Jesse hasn't gotten a lot of screen time. Jordy's gotten a little bit, but not a ton. What about Brianna? Oh, she went home. She's Brie. <laughs> we got a lot of Brie roller skating, remember? We even got hey. Brie in a little talking head. We don't know much about Jay. No. Okay. Well, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy, happy... Super Bowl Sunday. And fuck Mary Kill your own Survivor Cast. Yeah, fully fuck Mary Kill with the host of with Survivor us. Cast International. I mean, yeah. So I guess the, well, who's the third we can add? Um, Jeff Probst, the dog of the pod. Gross, Jeff Probst. <laughs> Play You're fuck right. Mary Kill with us and Jeff Probst. Oh man, who are th they're gonna kill one of us? Everyone's gonna. I don't even want to go into. I don't no, want to. Okay, <laughs> let's keep going. Let's it's... hop into the episode on day eight. Don't play fuck Mary Kill with us, please. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, do you know what? It, don't tweet do it at us. It. I don't want to know. Hashtag killed Cody. Yeah, uh... that's the thing. Everyone's gonna <laughs> kill me. And then it's just a toss-up between if they want to fuck you or probes, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. All um, right. Moving on. No, they're going to kill me so they have your soothing voice all to themselves. Hey there, listeners. Don't kill my wife. All right. Here we go. Day eight. We're on day eight. Survivor Australia. Blood versus water. We Love roll in it. with the blood tribe. A uh, bit of a mess from last night's Dave incident. 
Yes. You know, Dave saved himself with that half an idol, but definitely left a shit show behind him. He left like a crater of damage. I mean, I think the Dave hate and reaction gets ratcheted up a little much on this episode. I think the the legend of Dave at Tribal maybe gets a little blown out of proportion. Dave thinks he can recover from it, though. I mean, if it, yeah, it, maybe he can. Um, he's really on Sandra's radar. Sandra's like honing in on Dave. It's like he's like the weak gazelle at the back of the herd, and she's you know the predator priming to catch a little extra meat. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, Sandra's in the mindset of like anybody but me. As long as there's like a target, and we can keep my name out of people's mouths i don't want to rock the boat too much which Mm -hmm. doesn't stick for the whole episode but we'll talk about that later dave keeps getting described as like he's like a loose cannon which is very like 80s cop movie like he's a loose cannon cop on the edge which again feels a bit over the top but he has completely just fucked his relationship with Sam, it feels like. Well, and Sam points out the main reason she feels so upset about it is because he calls her out exactly on what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Like, he called her a social butterfly, and, like, she is, like, on the down low, talking with everyone, becoming friends with everyone, like, not just being friendly in camp, but building independent relationships in small group settings that not everybody knows about. It is interesting that she's like so disquieted that he is able just to hone in on her strategy, despite the fact that she's trying to be subtle about it. And that's, you know, kind of what upsets her the most. Yeah. He. Uh, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go. Dave just has that thing of like approaches everyone. He's like, anyone have that feeling when they had a terrible night and really messed up? Because I've kind of got that feeling. Like that hungover feeling is what he's implying. Yeah. His hard sublimation, like full in like computer recovery mode is just like it just makes me feel it. it endears him to me a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's just like, uh. I think everyone's still a little salty and you just like trying to make it a lighthearted thing is maybe not the best way to go about it. I think it maybe would have played more in his favor had he like pulled Sam aside and had like a one-on-one conversation with Sam and like, then like talked to a small group and sure. then addressed everyone. I think and then that you could be a little more jokey, but yes. you're right. Cause he does just roll in, say that kind of jokey line. And then he's like, Oh, but I am really sorry. I don't think he even like directly apologizes to Sam, but he's looking at her and gives like a blanket apology. It's clear what he's doing. And it's tough to like, you don't know these people very well. You embarrassed yourself and now you're still around. Sophie's response is to be like, haha, yeah, let's believe Dave. Yeah. Like I know. They're like they cut they like yeah. they cut to the bone with Dave and don't let up this episode, I feel like. No joke. Um Yeah, and he's just like he's just very much on the outs. He's like he's very much ostracized and there's even a crack like, oh, he's the first man to blindside himself. <laughs> yeah, he did completely destroy himself. Switching over to Water Tribe. Mm-hmm. We have Khan making yummy food. Making fish tacos. I think a first. Without the fish. Yeah. But I mean, like, little tortilla things that they're putting stuff inside. Some rice beans. and beans. And yeah. Kinda... Looks, I mean, 
it would be a benefit to have Khan on your team. For you're saying, sure. but you're saying there's no fish in the tacos. You're no, sure? I, I think they didn't have fish. I thought he was cooking up fish, and they had. Mm. I thought they were making fish tacos. I think it was maybe just. I think they made the joke that they were making fish tacos without the fish. fish. I must have missed that. Uh, but chill vibes, you know, like good times over at the Water Tribe. Hmm. Um. Khan is preparing his hat signal to interact with Dave at the reward challenge. I found this is like a bunch about Khan, but like Khan talks about how he doused his clothing in cologne so that he'd still smell good on the last day. I think that's so funny. It's hilarious. And like maybe might endear other people to you too. Like, yeah, kind of oh, I want to be next to the guy that smells a little better or maybe. smells like, you know. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it'll distinguish you from other people if nothing else. Um, Mark is like becoming, I mean, I think you made the obs- observation last week that you know, they have this alliance they've struck up, but Mark is the wary of the two. He's got his eye on Khan. And, like, that's really coming to play in this episode. He's seeing Khan as, you know, the king of the tribe, Mr. Social. He also does work at mm-hmm. camp. Khan is, like, very deeply embedded in the goodwill of the camp. And is very much building himself to be someone that isn't maybe deemed as so much as of a threat or you know, is kind of overlooked in that regard, which Mark is not down for. He pulls in KJ, Shay, and some dudes. That ben, I think ben, ben is there, yeah. Is Ben? With all the, Ben's Shea, got all the tats. But I thought Ben was on the other team. Ben's on mm-hmm. the other team. Okay. Shay's his lover. I don't know who's, uh, yeah. I don't yeah, know who was I in the Mark. I don't know who the other the dude Mark, is. Yeah, okay. yeah, my bad. No, it's okay. Um, but they they have like a pretty candid conversation of like, let's keep an eye on Khan. And Mark revealing to them his secret alliance with Khan. That, mm-hmm. they, that he has a thing going. Like specifically, we've struck up this under the radar partnership. Yeah, I fucking love it. Surprised that he went so far as to tell them that. I mean, I think he's laying it out like, I don't want anyone to like, I don't, I don't want to work with Khan. Yeah. I don't want to have a secret alliance with Khan. I'm under. I want yeah. to have this and secret then, yeah, alliance I'm... with Khan to get information, but like I know that Khan and I long term isn't a thing. Secret and exchanging is such a a good way to get someone on your tr- on your side to trust yeah, you. Like, yeah, I'm going to tell you this thing I have going on, so you are on my side. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Yes. Moving on to reward. Hell's bells. Nina, you know, first asks, like, what is it like seeing your mom still here? Of course, you gotta ask Nina and fucking Sandra the Queen right. about, you know, how they're feeling constantly. She's a little surprised saying all of us kind of thought that she was going to be the first one kind of a, a funny interesting comment from nina just to be i mean i don't know i don't know if, if that's like you're are you blowing up your mom's spot are you kind of like taking her not so much under the radar by yeah. saying that um i don't know if um that was nina's intention but like anytime that the the spotlight is put on a player isn't always a good thing this is the first time we get 
Sandra's, uh, it's like a three ring circus or a shit show line. Love it. And then we roll into the challenge, which is essentially there's this muddy trench that's mm-hmm. filled with water. Um, two people, one from each tribe, face off in the trench. And you have to get past the other person to ring your bell. And yes. there is a rope that once you're on the rope, then kind of pull yourself up a little hill. To and like to play the bell. stops. Like yeah. you can't be dragged on or rope. pulled off. Once they're on the rope, you can't touch them anymore. Essentially. 100%. Uh, yeah, and Amy's going to sit out for red. They're playing for morning tea, croissant, butter, jam, coffee, and tea. Love it. They're really excited for the tea. Absolutely. Someone's like specifically like, oh, tea. When I like I the coffee, man, would be exactly what I'm going for. Coffee is not as big as tea down under, I feel like, at all. You spent some time in New Zealand. I have. And I, Australia. Well, I mean, like visited australia for like a couple weeks but lived in new zealand for a few months taught there was teaching Had a house there and yeah mates and everything so yeah like at your house you usually don't have a coffee pot or anything some people who are fancy have like a french pat press and there's instant coffee and there's lots of instant coffee but yeah it's mostly tea drinking crazy yeah i guess it makes sense that, that would hold true in australia and when I spent time in England, you know, obviously they're famous for loving tea, mm-hmm. but I was young enough that I didn't really drink coffee. So I didn't notice it's uh, the lack of it. Yeah. I wonder how prevalent coffee is in England even. No, I think it's like more tea based there too. Huh. Because I'm mean, like, I know like tea would be more dominant, but would it be like our coffee pots rare in homes in England as well? I'm trying to think back to living in Scotland. Yeah, I was like, or when I was in Ireland, again, I was too young to really like take notice of the coffee situation. Yeah, I, no, tea is like everyone has the like electric hot tea kettle and yeah. like constantly having tea with cream and sugar. At the hostels and, I stayed in, yeah. certainly tea was offered. I don't remember coffee. Is it a uniquely American thing? Hmm. Or at least no, maybe not American no, because Colombia, South yeah, America, South America, but maybe like, North and South America, that um, type of American. No, because I think that there are other areas in the world that really like the cocoa bean and coffee mm. bean are big crops and things like that. Um, but are they outside of? I mean, like maybe outside of the the North and South America, because I'm thinking like Russia, I think would be more tea. I'm thinking like Afghanistan and Pakistan, they drink tea. Africa, countries in Africa, potentially Mm. coffee might be more popular. I wonder. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only continent that I'm really like questioning. Africa is a good one to consider because, of course, China would also probably be more tea based. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Get at us coffee drinkers of the world hashtag please yeah coffee or tea yeah hashtag Hashtag coffee or tea tea. let us know (laughs) um yeah okay so let's talk about these fucking pair-ups all right you want to go through the rounds yeah we're starting tough with a mark and croc i okay round one mark on blue croc on red they are fucking intense the host calling it Kong versus Godzilla, Croc being Godzilla, of course, for the so reptile. So fucking fitting. Yeah, I, I would be terrified to go against Croc. 
I'd be scared to go against Mark too. They're both just like hulks of men. Hashtag Battle of the Big Boys is how that the, Jonathan they do puts specifically it. call them big boys, and that's so funny. They both go hard out of the gate, and this is when like the host his commentary is just off the chain. It's really great during this roundup because he's like, "Oh, Mark trying to put Croc in a death roll," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I was very surprised by the outcome of this. Mark, you know, while Croc is like. A huge bulking muscle like the muscles really stand out yeah. mark is kind of just like a wall he is and he's just shoving he's constantly shoving croc getting inch and inch closer to his side and then just like pushes and gets the rope there's some famous african-american linebacker in american football whom they call the fridge just he's like this big like yeah wall of a man who just plows through people mark kind of fitting into that realm i love that so mark wins and scores for blue next we got sam versus shay a ladies game the joke that the trench is deeper than they are tall mark noticing that sammy looks angry he's Mm. saying in the background i like love that like oh i can tell my wife looks pissed off like something's going on that's making my wife angry they just full on different strategy. Yeah. Stick to the edges where the water isn't deep. Sorry. My ring is so massive. Okay. It scrapes <laughs> on the desk. Um, stick into the edges where it isn't deep and sprinting. Not even physically engaging no, with one another. we're not even looking at each other. I'm fucking booking it. Sam must be a little bit faster. And I think um, she does stumble at one point, but. She also stays higher up. Shay gets to like mid calf level in the water where I don't think that Sam was much deeper than her ankles at any point. Or you're having to wade through it more. Yeah. Sam manages to score also for blue. No. For red. For red. red. Now we're red v blue. One red, one one blue. Round three. Little Jordan Speedo. Yes. Josh for blue versus red for Jordan. It's a cousin fight. Con super excited about the boys wrestling. These two, I mean, I feel like as cousins, they must be very competitive. Comes with being cousins, but yeah. they, they seem to like relish the opportunity to go up against one another. It was like a hot fucking mess. They were like at each other in total annihilation. They like, they grapple up and yeah, they're just like, they're giving each other wedgies. They're drowning Trossing, each other. Yeah, yeah they're. I don't know how I feel about the host saying the word savage so much. Always like this he is says, like three times. Yeah. In this roundup alone, he's a savage out there twice. So savage. That's another like, is the word savage? Yeah. It's I one don't... of those tricky words of like. I did have an indigenous parent reach out to me. And that's the, I always know. think about that because I think as a, a non-indigenous person, it's easy to write it off. But then it's like, oh, this is someone directly in from that, that community. community. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jordan fucking takes it. He takes it and he has great hair. Here's the thing though. Okay. Josh points out the fact that Jordan was really utilizing Josh's swim trunks Mm -hmm. where Jordan was in a speedo and there's nothing to like maneuver there. Yeah. If you're going to be grabbing anything, you're grabbing like his body parts, not just fabric. The guy in the speedo, right? If that's not uh, a maneuver you can really make. No. Also, first love one matchup, so they, like, give a really long hug out, which was really sweet. That is nice. But I wonder if they were whispering something. Kind of seemed like it. Yeah. If so, it's not something that the show really, like, stopped and keyed it up. 
so now we've got two for red, one for blue, and another loved one head-to-head -head of Sandra versus Nina. Nina for blue, Sandra for red. Uh, were you at all surprised? I, I'm really... Okay, you know what? Actually, we know... Do you, How old do you think Nina is? 23. Because at times I can't quite tell, and I forget that this infographic we have tells everyone's age. Oh, yeah. You could vamp for one second. Vamp, 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 vamp. She's Everybody. 24. Oh, damn. I was pretty close. I said 23. And we know Sandra is 47. 70. Yeah. Not 74. <laughs> 74. Oh, man. She looks so good for a 74-year-old. Looking hot. So not a crazy age disparity, but 20 years. You yeah. Know, 23 years. 23 years. Are you at all surprised by this matchup? I was very surprised. I definitely feel like there are people that could have gone against Nina that would have taken her. Yeah. Was it Sandra or Nina that went up first? Like, because they were putting someone up for their tribe. I, I, I don't even remember. So I don't have a note on that. If, like, Nina's like, oh, I'm going to take my mom, that's kind of fucked up. But if Sandra's <laughs> like, oh, I can take her, yeah, I feel I like guess... her tribe was stupid to think she could. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's like they would both be comfortable because their family giving it their all against the other. But then mm. I could also like see either one of them pulling their punches a little for the other as well. Absolutely. I also half expected them to follow the strategy of Sam and Shay and to not really engage with each other, but to like run past each other. But that wouldn't work Sandra's as well for Sandra. Slow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Sandra is around Nina's waist for yeah. a lot of it. And but Nina pretty much on. just drags. Yeah. It's like a recreation on, of the Mark and Crack. Yeah. But instead of pushing, pulling. Daughter defeats mother. And yes. I like how the host is like, daughter defeats mother and she likes it. And then he has this <laughs> funny line in my terrible Australian accent. And she likes it. Oh, she likes it. Just like I like that hat. Mate. Oh, like that hot man. Um, so yeah, it ties it back up. So now we're Mark and Nina taking it for blue. Sam and Jordan have taken it for red. And we're down to our last match of Jesse versus Khan. Round five. Jesse for red, Khan for blue. Jesse rocking like the floral Speedo. What's up with all these Speedos, gentlemen? It's another European thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess. In America, we wear baggy shorts with a net inside the crotch and pockets, maybe even cargo pockets. Yeah. You know, nothing. You want to hide the entire male form. <laughs> That's the American motto. I love it. Just like Khan is doing. Um, but, you know, this I'm very surprised by. Yes. The method that these two gentlemen, not for Jesse, it makes sense for Jesse, but Khan to let Jesse do that. I really thought they would grapple up. It'd be a big, meaty, manly showdown. Good. Like, yeah, you're tied. Yeah. This point wins. The final round. They just run. I and of Con, course, Khan yeah. is slower. Yes. Jesse wins and uh, Red it. wins. Yep. Um, and their reward is not only do they get to have tea, but they get to invite one person from the losing blue tribe to come have tea with them and ben dr tattoo which is my nickname i just gave him we new, new nickname alert uh <laughs> picks his partner shay to yes. come and join them for tea how lovely how do you think about this choice is it 
smarter to possibly pick someone on the opposing camp who's unencumbered by a loved one so you can fully entice them over to you. I mean, would you be happy? I mean, to be I guess chosen? the only person would be Dave. Yeah. And like, no, because He's Dave doesn't have a loved one you. over here. Yeah. And which I guess is the point. But like, He's like not, especially with how he already treated Khan. Khan. Wait, no, does that make sense? Yeah. No, Dave is on the winning tribe. Dave is on the winning tribe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It fucking doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, red one and David. Yeah, Dave is yeah. on the red tribe. Dave yeah. is on the red tribe. Um, I don't know. I I guess I. How do you feel about the pick of Shay? Um. Yeah, I think. I think Shay really benefited from spending a little bit of time. She got Brie ripped away from her. And um, I'm down for it. I sure. don't think anyone else really needed that boost like she did. Yeah, and it's nice for Ben as mm-hmm. well. Okay. So then we do head back to the Blood Tribe. We hear some funny... We get a good shot of them sitting there sniffing the croissants, which is a good giggle. Do you catch this line that somebody winners says? Winners are grinners. Winners, hashtag winners are grinners. And chef's kiss. Mm. Those I, are the three that I got down. That's such a fantastic expression I've never heard before. Winners are grinners. Winners are grinners because we're so happy. Winners are grinners. Ben and Shay reunion, very cute. Oh my um, goodness, it's so cute. Shay just talking about how she wants to stay at their camp is a very sweet moment. And everyone, like, connecting with Shay to check on their loved one kind of independently. Like, you see her chat with Sandra and Sandra checking, like, is she making friends? Are things going okay for Nina? Well, and Sam speaks to this interesting change in dynamic where normally if someone from the opposing tribe comes to visit, it's all about getting dirt on the other tribe mates and what's going on at the other camp mm-hmm. whereas this time it's really just this like multiple people checking in on their loved ones and just seeing how they're doing yeah sam points out like i definitely would not want my husband here right now i gotta stay focused like it would not be a benefit for me to have him it would be more of a distraction it's very prudent you know, smart, level-headed view of the situation. Just like, oh, he's my husband. I'm going to have lots of nights and time with him. Right now, we're better served going solo. Um, Yeah, and then, like, it's really interesting. We get this shot of Sophie mm-hmm. talking about how she's, like, watering down her personality. Right. Intercut with all of these shots of her being, like, a Very little extra. vivacious yes. and over the top. And then it's, like very clearly indicating the fact that like she isn't very watered down or if this is watered down Sophie like what is non watered down Sophie like yes how do you feel about Sophie's this holiday sucks hat that she's wearing for a while I did not notice it but I'm surprised like Sophie really is like pushing Shay like hey these are the people like it's me and Croc and fucking uh, yeah, she's definitely and, her alpha boy. Yes, alliance. her and the big boys. And really, like, hammering home with Shay, like, hey, this is the group, so you should go home and make friends with my opposites. Yes. Sophie and Abba, yeah. the alpha boy alliance. I'm not, this is where Sophie really starts to kind of bug me a little bit. She does this funny thing where she's talking to someone, and Sandra is nearby, and she's like, oh, we all want Sandra here, in this really bizarre, like, disingenuous way. 
Yeah, it's the Sophie, Ben, Croc, and Jordan quattro. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, they dance Shay away. Yes. That's super fun. Um, Sandra is, now she's got her hackles up for Sophie and is kind of pegging her as like this amateur who's lacking in self-awareness. Rookies making rookie moves. So, I mean, since our sister pod, Cass mm. and Cat. Cat, batch, and, batch and castle cast. Yes, we call our listener Rooks. Mm. I mean, is Sandra just nodding to our other podcast here? That seems like the most, uh, you know, likely of situations that that's what she's referring to. And you know, we got Sandra describing herself as an American Eagle. Yes, she, I am an American Eagle, the most national bird of there. Sandra walks this funny line between, like, I really like Sandra, hashtag girl boss, and all that stuff. Hashtag hail the queen. But she does walk this line of being a little too much for me sometimes with, like, the I am the queen after all, and I'm an American eagle when I'm on Australian Survivor Talk. Yeah. You have to wonder how much is, like, she's being prompted or... Absolutely. Obviously yucking it up a little bit, and she's well-deserved to be able to, like, say things of that nature. But, fun, you know, slightest of eye rolls at that moment. Absolutely. Um, And then one of the last things that... Oh, no, no, no. Okay, sorry. Yeah. We just got that tight four core over there on the Red Tribe. What is a awesome foursome, Sophie says. Yeah. That doesn't quite rhyme. No, it's not great. Awesome foursome. Awesome foursome. I guess if you have an Australian accent, it does rhyme. Sure. I mean, awesome foursome. They both end in the word some and the suffix some, but like (laughs) that doesn't make a good rhyme. That just is like not. Yeah. It's just saying the same word. Yes. Let's go to that immunity challenge. Hell's bells. All right. KJ, she's rocking these Taylor Swift glasses. Really? Big, dark framed. She looks a lot like Taylor Swift. Huh. I could see that, though. KJ does put out Taylor Swift vibes. She's the Australian Taylor Swift. Shay gets asked how her visit was. Um, Interesting that she's like, well, you know, there was a lookalike nodding to the like Mel and Michelle twin situation. I really want a backstory on the twin, like really disappointed that we don't have a lot of talk about the twins at week four too. Yeah. Disappointing. It's, it's disappointing to be at this point in the season and feel like I don't have a little bit of a handle on every single castmate. 1000%. I feel like there's at least six of them that I don't know very well at all. Especially with four having gone home. I mm-hmm. should I should know the people left at this point. I should have like, okay, I know this person. I can recognize them. I know their name on site. And I know a little bit about their life. Their dreams, their aspirations. Um, so now, and, and another thing that um, is said about being at the opposing camp is that everyone's kind of in the same role at that camp as their partner is at her camp. And I thought that was an interesting observation. Yeah, I don't know if that's the same take I have as a viewer, but I like, I'm interested that that was Shay's take. Ben is now wearing Sophie's This Holiday Sucks hat. So I think that's curious. There's I've noted there's a purple hat later that Sophie's wearing hmm. that then Dave is wearing. Maybe there are just some hats making their rounds. Hashtag the great hat migration. Hashtag watch out for lice. So it becomes this question of um, 
I have this. I have tribe or loved ones question mark written down. Oh, if it's better to stay, the host poses the question of: yes. Is it better to stay with your tribe and put in the social work there at this point in the game, or does it behoove you to go spend time with your loved one? Specifically, ask Sandra, and Sandra responds with tribe, which I think is the correct answer. It is the correct answer, but it's also like putting a little jab over there at a uh, Benny and uh, Shay. So this immunity challenge, they have to, as a tribe, pull open this giant gate. With a big, long rope. Inside is a boat. A little raft. They've got to carry the boat slash raft. To a canal. Yes. And And then then four or three jump in. It's like, yeah, they push it and then people have to jump in. And then then they have to like go through this thing and they all have to be in the boat. And then they get some puzzle Puzzle pieces. pieces. They have to load up and then they have to bring it back. And then go through the things again and then make an arch. Yes, like a freestanding arch that they're building. So you think that the arch might be a little bit of a puzzle, but then he like specifically tells you there are 15 blocks, five for the word in the middle. So it's like, again, so much not a puzzle at all. Zero puzzle component, 100% physical. It's like it's like a toe in puzzle water, but it's a puzzle that's built around such a physical activity, like the balancing on the seesaw of the words blood and water. Where it's like, yeah, very simple puzzling, mostly just a difficult physical challenge. Incredibly difficultly physical. I mean, building this arch looks fucking not easy whatsoever. Well, like, okay, this is a, like, big indication that the tribes are pretty evenly set because as we get through this entire challenge, it is very neck and neck, very trade off on who's slightly ahead. It's essentially neck and neck until this one moment when they're in the water and they're going, they're like under the obstacle and then they're, they're going towards the puzzle pieces and red kind of starts zagging off to the right. And it's like, because Mark is really keeping his team tight, I think he might be the challenge MVP for that this week. military man, Mark. He's able to keep them like just rowing more in sync and more on a straight path for their puzzle pieces. That's the only moment when blue kind of starts to pull ahead and then they're headed back. But as always, red the, catches back up any type of puzzle, any type of like you have to build this thing is such a time equalizer in survivor, mm-hmm. right? It's like, they're neck and neck enough that it doesn't make any difference. It just comes down to building the arch, as so often is the case in this type of thing. Well, okay. And so 15 people, but only like 10, I think, yeah, 10, 15 blocks, 10 people on each tribe right yeah. now. Yeah. It's so, these blocks look insane to try to hold up on this arch. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, there's the keystone piece, right? It's like, do you think. I don't know if there's any way where you could start with that keystone piece and build outward or maybe start to no. build towards it. And then I don't that... think anyone's tall enough. Nobody's to like... tall enough. and You don't have enough people to like stand on shoulders yeah, and then support no. the whole thing. Um, blue almost has it. And then the arch crumbles. Um, and then red almost has it. And then they drop. Oh, and like Chrissy gets like bonked on the head at yeah. some point by a puzzle piece that's fallen. And then, yeah, Blue does it. They're able to get theirs going, even though, like, it's, like, physically looks like it's about to fall apart. They jimmy it together enough that it holds for the five seconds of, like, 
his count and they and, take it and afterwards it doesn't like fall yeah. right away but it's like yeah it, it does it's definitely not a perfect arch no um but yeah blue wins and red is going to tribal and blue is told hey you win but you don't get a night off you're going to come and witness you're going to bear witness to red's tribal so before we bear witness to all the craziness leading up to said tribal, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with you in a moment. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International. Survivor Australia Blood versus Water, Episode 4. We've just finished our talk on the immunity challenge and we're winding our way towards tribal. And uh, Sophie's Alpha Pack is apparently going to make the decision here. Yes. I, Sandra. Gosh, just I can't stop thinking about that fucking challenge. I really don't think I could last in Survivor. No, it's a fucking grind. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so the the Alpha crew, Sophie and Abba, Crockben, Sophie Jordan, they are really seemingly running the show, but Sandra is beginning to sow discontent surrounding them back at Tribe. Though I do think it is smart to send home someone who doesn't have a loved one when you're going to the tribal in front of everybody. That's like, not a bad point. I I would be on Sophie's side of like, let's just get home, get out Dave here. We don't and need to put gonna... on a big move right now. We're not feeling cutthroat enough when there's only been three people sent home. Let's get rid of someone who doesn't have a loved one. Keep everyone happy move into the next space there's this, before things yeah. get too rough. There's this cockiness to Sophie, but maybe it isn't like giant ego, or maybe it's not even like being as an asshole as much as it's like the comfort that just comes with Dave made such a faux pas. Everyone seems it's like, Oh, it's just the easy vote. We're super united. I have some really strong I, yeah. guys on my side that are super like, supportive. No one's like, opposed to the Dave vote because yeah. Dave made a big fool of himself. So let's just all hang out and have fun and, you know, having no more juicy Dave blowups. Sandra has this note. There's like, don't panic at tribal while she starts to let Amy go around and kind of be the face of the let's get out Sophie plan. To keep the heat, you know, it's like, I can stay under the radar, keep the heat off me, send Amy out to do all the talking to people, and still enact my plan. See, even before that, you have Sophie and the Alpha Pack pull mm. in Jesse to get him to vote off Dave. Absolutely. Here is where I think the mistake happened. The group of four starts pulling people to talk to them about it they never pull sandra mm. like they never pull her and get her opinion 
At some point, they do, like, tell her what to do, which is something we'll talk about in a minute. But I think the thing that they, that here's where Sophie made her fucking mistake. You went to Jesse, who likes Dave and doesn't really see Dave as a threat. Yes. Instead of pulling Sandra in and be like, hey, Sandra, what what are you thinking? And trying to get her to, like, help target Dave with you. Because I feel like Sandra, if Sophie would have approached it that way, would have pulled Sandra in, would have talked to Sandra and let Maybe. Sandra kind of voice the Dave thing. I think that they would have know. just kept I don't, Dave I don't, off. I don't think so. I don't think so. No? I mean, I mean, I think Sophie can make that appeal, but I think Sandra just is aware that Dave is no longer the top threat, is aware that Sophie and Abba, the Alpha Boy Alliance, are the dominant threat, and that, I mean... Sophie doesn't want to make that appeal to Sandra because she's wary of Sandra and is aware that Sandra is, you know, a big power player. And Sandra wouldn't, I think Sandra would still continue making machinations on voting Sophie out if Sophie were to speak to her. Yeah, but then the thing that puts, like, the nail in Sophie's coffin is when, like, they directly tell Sandra what to do. Yeah. Like, that is such a bad move. And then it, it gives Sandra ammunition to go talk to Amy, I believe. And she talks like, to... I, I don't remember if it's Mel or Melissa. Right, and it's just, like, a thing to bring up of, like, oh, they're always just bossing you around, telling you to do this, not communicating with you or asking you. And then they pull Amy in and then let Amy kind of do her sweet talking with some of the fellas. Absolutely. I wish we had gotten to know Amy a little bit more than we have up to this point, but I'm glad she's getting some FaceTime in this episode. And I'm really glad that Sandra doesn't go to anyone besides those two ladies with her idea. And then she lets Amy take care of the rest. Cause I don't think the fellas would have been down for, um, Sophie had it been Sandra being the one putting it in their ears. I don't think it would have been a go at all. Yep. So now Jay's on board, sold by Amy. Sam and Jesse are on board. But Sam is still like slightly tentative that like, oh, moving forward with this can explode relationships. Specifically, she's kind of tied in with Sophie. Sophie has made specific comments earlier in the episode that like, oh, I feel safe in my alliance with Sam, I trust Sam implicitly. So I feel like Sam is one of the more, uh, you know, people kind of holding out. Yeah. I mean, Amy is specifically talking about Dave is like, yeah, Dave's not even possessed anymore. Well, just carrying on a trend of, um, you know, maybe slightly over the top speaking to how Dave was acting at tribal last week. Yeah, but Jesse and Sam are really in the middle, like you were kind of indicating. We've got the five others, four Sophie and Alphas, mm -hmm. and Jesse and Sam. Yeah. Um. So just, yeah, people viewing Sophie as too powerful. I think Jesse specifically feels that way. Um. And just like, yeah, Dave is now like this shaky character, this pariah. He's not a threat anymore. So I think that's kind of like that line of thinking is kind of what starts warming Sam from being in the middle to being more sold on the Sophie idea. 
just that like, yeah, we can get Sam or Dave out. That's an easy vote, but he's just not a threat anymore. Like yeah. he was last week. So why not go for the person who's now a threat? I agree. I think that Sam is too smart to let a week of hurt feelings Absolutely. impact her game long term. Yeah. And it's just this thing of like, anytime there's the clear, obvious vote, you should definitely not be very confident that that's the way things are going, right? Because it's like, oh, it's the easy, super obvious way things are going to go. Well, then that person is no longer a threat if, if it's so obvious and, you know. And maybe you want to start looking elsewhere. Right. Or at least being aware that, you know, you might have the target on you. Are you down to drive dive into tribal? Let's go. Um, so again, we continue with this thread of everyone just being very mean to David at Tribal. The host right away trying to spill some tea about last week's hollabaloo. It's easy to forget that the um the blue tribe is here because they're very I mean, like they're akin to the jury. You know, they're not saying anything, they're very silent, just observing. The the host isn't interacting with them at all. And then Sophie just is like, you know, there's lots of tiptoeing around this. But yeah, Dave's in fucking hot water. She's being extremely brash. Uh, she's like very much assuming this position of like spokesperson for the tribe. And almost like, I don't know, she's so comfortable that it starts to be like, I don't I turn against her a little bit as a viewer. She's so comfortable she's in her position. She specifically says we are such a united force. And it's like you speaking that for the tribe is so cocky. Like, and it's again, ridiculous. I, I try to play devil's advocate because I think she just feels like Dave is such the obvious vote that no one is going to do anything differently. And I don't know if it comes from like having a big head or being super egotistical as much as like, oh, yeah, I just know that we're we're super tight and Dave is a problem. As this discussion is happening, happening, you see like the change in Sam's like reaction and face and can just tell that Sam has decided that they're going to be voting out Sophie. There is this um, question that goes around of if you're voting based on unity or... I guess, what's the other Strength. option? Strength or unity, yeah. And uh, Amy and other, Sandra, pretty much everyone just says, yeah, hashtag unity, voting for unity. Except uh, Sam specifically mentions like a new beginning. You know, mm -hmm. someone's going to be voted off and there's going to be a new dynamic. So that's what I'm voting in favor of, which maybe should be alarming to Sophie. Yeah, a little bit. And this like unity that everyone's implying is not the unity that, um Sophie is the like Sophie pitched unity, right? Yes. But definitely is not the unity that they're speaking about is like, oh yeah, we're going to be unified because we're not going to have you as a head anymore. And she doesn't know that that's coming at all. No, there I mean Sandra in particular, but there's some real coyness going on as far as, you know, hidden meanings and double meanings and all that sort of thing. And, you know, Sam is really doing the biggest betrayal here because Sophie specifically is targeting Dave because of his attack on Sam. That's true. Sam is both like good friends with Sophie and it is a direct rise from their tension. 
that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought of that other element that that is really that it is like a Sam Dave falling out that is leading Sophie's and you know charge to this, and Dave. now Sam is totally throwing Sophie. That's how it goes, though. I mean, that's like it's a blindside opportunity. People are going to take it. But I wonder. Okay, yeah. So let's get to the vote. Sophie, before they go to vote, says there's no surprises, but you never know. And then Ben goes to vote. Okay, it's like a circular voting thing that they entered in. But there's definitely like a square or like little rectangular thing that they... Because they're like struggling to put it in, I noticed. They're like having to fit it in a specific space that is interesting as they vote. I'll have to keep an eye out for that next tribal. Yes. Um, Let's see here. So we do get... Sandra, you know, like when you combine English and Spanish, it's called Spanglish. Mm-hmm. She's now reverted to it's her, the only tribal, the second tribal we've seen her at, but she's just going adios, mate. Yeah, so it's like uh, Spang Stallion. That's funny. Australian and Spanish mixed together. <laughs> uh, we don't really see a lot of people vote. You know, no, it's mostly only Sandra. We're all vote. in the dark. Yes. So no idols are played. Dave nope. kind of waxes me. Oh, if only I had an mm-hmm. idol. So stupid. Um, And the votes start to come in. First four for Dave. Four votes for Dave. And then Sophie gets one. At one point, as the votes for Sophie start to come in, she looks very. The first one comes in and she's kind of nonplussed. And it's like, okay, you expect yeah, haha, maybe Dave a couple. For me, maybe. And then at like three two. or two or three. Specifically at four. Oh, my God. This. No. So her face completely drops and goes white at four. At five, she verbally says, oh, my God. She's looking directly at Sam. Mm -hmm. The sixth vote comes in. Goodbye, Sophie. Sandra's laughing. Sophie goes, wowee. And uh, Sam looks very upset. Yeah, Sam looks very upset. And uh, at least... She's not out of the game, just joining the blue tribe. And then Sam looks relieved. And Sandra looks pissed as fuck. Sandra looks very upset. Which is my response. Bull fucking shit. I I don't know. Yeah. It's, um... Boo. It's certainly a choice. I guess I didn't know what else I was really expecting when Blue was invited. I certainly wasn't expecting that. No. It's kind of like... I, I don't know why. Why now? Exactly. I don't hate it, but I definitely don't love it. Um, I don't love it. That's for sure. Because then the three boys over there are going to have Sophie gang the four. And so it'll be five and those three. I don't know. I'm just not into it. Not feeling it. Not into it. Disappointed. I do. Yeah, I don't really, I don't love the twist either. And I know, I think last season of Australian Survivor, which I have not watched, also got some heat for some twists that they didn't love. Sophie has taken to social media to post a few unhappy comments about Mm, this episode. Do you have those for us? I've got them right here. I fucking want to hear them. Okay. So... Opting to work through, okay, opting to work tonight instead of watching the episode because of how much anxiety I have. The lies created to save their own asses turned really personal and I wasn't having a part of it. It hurt me and a lot of others. 
Mutual friends have confirmed it was a part of plan from way before production even began when they knew I was on it. It was fucking horrible and they knew exactly what I'm talking about. It's a game is one thing and I always credit impeccable gameplay, but what one person did was beyond what I could deal with and am still clearly affected today. That type of shit isn't for me. I'm also really disappointed in production again. Everyone could see us talking the whole time. Hmm. I don't understand uh, necessarily. Maybe this is something that hasn't happened yet. Okay. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't be reading because <laughs> I definitely don't know what's happening. Yeah, and then I read the next quote and I feel like this is something that's maybe about to happen next oh, episode. Oh, fuck. Okay. Never Shit. disregard that. Okay, maybe well, Sophie... maybe we'll read these again next episode. But anyway, Sophie, just in general, taking to social media, we'll revisit Sophie's uh, unhappiness corner next episode, or maybe the one after that. Can't fucking wait. With these multiple episode drops, it's easy to have slight spoilers or some confusion. Twitter was blowing up, and lots of statements were being made, disavowing like Sophie's treatment of Sam... And I think maybe, yeah, maybe something about like, okay, let me read the second quote to you. I'm also really disappointed in production again. Everyone could see us talking the whole time. We made a set deal on that podium. I told her she could win and get the victory in front of both tribes. But in return, my boys would be safe and they wouldn't be picked off. Hmm? I put my trust in her again. And I swear on my children's fucking lives of what? that and hold my head high for that decision. I wouldn't involve the children if it wasn't the truth. That's my what? loyalty to my people. That's me. So I think that's her talking about, like, she had a deal with Sam that Sam could, like, or maybe this is talking about something yeah, that hasn't happened yet. I don't yet. think this is, okay. no. All right, never mind. I'm just All confused. Right. Well, with that. It's definitely directed at Sam, it would seem. I, but maybe that well, doesn't fit with anything no, we've seen. No, it fits with nothing we've Does seen. Does it not fit with tonight's no, tribal? No, not at no. all. So I don't know why you're spoiling shit. I'm not trying to. It's okay. The It'll internet, make sense eventually. The internet was in a hubbub over Sophie's, how she was acting online. I think to Sam in light of something. And because Sophie almost got voted off this episode, I thought it was time to crack open these screenshots i had taken that i hadn't really no. read and apparently not well i guess we'll find out why that's happening soon God, and I'm sorry, uh, uh, just in the episode on mass confusion that's okay we can't wait to see you next time and uh you know stay safe and have fun everybody yeah follow us on in on twitter at int survivor cast uh catch out our sister pod batch and castle cast and uh follow us as we catch up on australia see you next time bye bye mate <laughs>